Hello everybody, this is Dr. Jack Chuang. I'm doing something a little bit different. In this episode, I'm going to review an app um, that instructors, teachers from K-12 and higher education may be using called Canvas. And this is a learning management system or an LMS, so online courses or remote classes that go online often use this uh, particular LMS. Uh, some competitors of Canvas or Blackboard, for example, in an open source version called uh, uh, LMS called Moodle, and amongst others. And uh, the colleges I happen to work for use Canvas at the moment. So normally I would just use Canvas on the web, and I do think it's the best one of the ones I've used over the years. Now I haven't used Blackboard uh, in uh, about a year and a half, so I'm sure it's uh, fine, but in terms of usability, I really do like Canvas. Now, this particular review is for the Canvas Teacher app, and specifically, it's the iPad OS version of the app. All right, so um, using a 2017 10.5 inch iPad Pro, so I think it's the second generation. And uh, I'm hooking up a Samsung little foldable microphone plugged into an adapter that plugs into the lightning port. And let's see. And I have uh, some notes on my Android phone on the side okay, that I'm using. So that's pretty much what I'm doing now. And, and using the iPad Pro to record this particular podcast. Again, on uh, Anchor.fm. Okay, enough of that. So... The app version I'm talking about here is app 1.11, excuse me, 1.11.9 for iPad. And the Canvas Teacher app is interesting because don't expect it to be a replacement or even a direct replica of the web experience for Canvas. So this is not necessarily the deepest dive into the Canvas Teacher app. It's my impressions based on using it since roughly June when I bought the iPad. Normally, I would just use Canvas on the web and maybe supplement it with the Android version of Canvas Teacher on my phone just to receive messages, uh, but I don't really use it that much on my phone. But now that I'm working full-time on my iPad as a laptop replacement, and normally I would use my MacBook Pro, but it's 10 years old, the built-in keyboard's not good, and it's a little bit sluggish, so even after switching out the hard drive to an SSD and maximizing the RAM, uh, I just wanted something a little bit more portable, uh, easier to carry around, and has a better screen, actually. And sometimes using a touchscreen application on a tablet is just more efficient. I did use a Chromebook for a few months, and decided to switch to an iPad because I felt that with the Chromebook, a lot of Android apps just were not very compatible with the larger screen. They were basically blown up phone apps. Although some apps do work well, like some email apps work great on a Chromebook, and a Chromebook does have built-in touchscreen capability. So in some instances, uh, it worked really well. But because of the low cost of the Chromebook, the build quality wasn't that great, so I sold it. And now I switched to... A used uh, iPad which was within my budget and so far the experience has been really great so I'm balancing between using the canvas teacher app 
as well as Canvas using Safari. Now, one thing to keep in mind, though, for some of you considering working full-time from an iPad is that the browsers you'll be using are not desktop browsers, so some functions just won't work because of the lack of, um, what is it I'm thinking of? Not Java, not JavaScript, but uh, some other built-in functions that just don't work on, that work normally on the web versions of browsers, but not on the mobile versions. But I can pretty much do just about everything. It's just that sometimes the layout will be a little bit different. Uh, so instead of having multiple columns going left to right, some of the content will be on the bottom of the screen after you scroll down. Okay, so let's get focused here. So the way I see this, and this is probably the way Canvas Teacher was designed, was that uh, originally there was a speed grader, I believe, app. Right, so the expectation was that you use Canvas on the web for creating your course, and then you can use the app just for grading, right? And now the app has been polished a bit, and I guess they renamed it Canvas Teacher. So I think I'm correct on that one. I believe there was an app in the past called SpeedGrader. So now SpeedGrader is just part of Canvas, whether you're on the web or in the app. Now let me talk about some things that the app does very well. I like the layout, and you have three columns. Basically, you have the Courses column, and then in the middle you have a To-Do uh, menu and then to the right on the bottom you have the inbox right where you can use canvas mail and I prefer canvas mail than using regular email so that's something that whichever institution you're working for hopefully they allow you to use that I think it's a great way to manage instructor to teacher communication compared to using traditional email you just and plus you can have comments tied to a particular assignment and you can have a conversation back and forth with a student regarding a particular assignment or a particular quiz, and I think that's a very unique feature of Canvas. Okay, let me just jump to some things that the Canvas teacher app does not do well, which ironically kind of gets in the way of its primary function. Since I don't believe the Canvas teacher app was designed for you to create your course, um, I don't see a way to create new modules, etc. I believe you can create quizzes, but it's just not great for the overall course and file management. So if you're creating quiz banks and creating new quizzes and discussions and all that, you're better off using the web browser. But it's a great complement in the sense that it's a great way to get notifications from your students that otherwise normally would be sent to your email. Right, and then it can get kind of messy going back and forth. So I do like the notifications and primarily I give discussion assignments and quizzes. And so I can get um, submission comments. So if a student has a question related to a quiz, I can get a notification for that. And then when I tap on it, it goes into Canvas Teacher App and opens up a pop-up window in a sense in the middle of the screen and shows that particular assignment and the comment that goes with it. So that's pretty cool. And as well as regular uh, message notifications, which is Canvas email, and those are really good too. It'll The notification will show you, I believe, which course the student's in. Um, and so those things are really handy in getting real-time notification, push notifications basically. So that 
that functions really well. Now, what I wish it did have is that in the layout of Canvas teacher app, in addition to those three main column menus I mentioned before, where it lists the courses, and then the middle you have to do, and the right side you have inbox. I wish there was a fourth one just called notifications because the notifications that you get in an iPad are the ones that show up on your lock screen or the pull-down menu. And then once you clear it or tap on something there, it goes away and you can't get back to it. You don't see a history of notifications. This like, say like in Facebook or, or in social, maybe other social media apps. And so I think that would be a good tool to have is a history of seen versus archived or closed notifications in case you want to go back to something you're going to tap on it within the app and it takes you to that particular part of the app that you want to communicate with the student or to look at so that's one thing i would like to see in um, this particular app now when when you're inside of i noticed for my course in psychology i noticed when i'm looking through my modules and i'm using the openstax dot org a free ebook that's integrated into the course so supposedly when you tap on it on the web that is when you're using a browser it'll be embedded within the browser so a student doesn't have to exit the browser open up a new tab just to look at the ebook but if i try to do that within the canvas teacher app under modules and i can tap on like chapter 1.1 1 .1, uh, the preview with the window is just blank the, it doesn't generate um, the link just won't open within the app so you have to go outside to a browser to access the ebook and that kind of defeats the purpose if the student um, now I'm not sure what it looks like from the student's point of view but I'm, stu I'm assuming the canvas student app would react the same way I also noticed that uh, PDFs do not open in terms of a preview so again this is in the canvas teacher app Within the modules, if I have a document there, if I click on, let's say, syllabus, and, and then the, the window pops open, but you can't see it. So PDFs don't open. Now let me focus on the inbox portion of the iPad um, Canvas teacher. Now this is the part where I think is a little bit disappointing because the features that are either on the web for Canvas Mail or even in the Android app are not here in the iPad version which is kind of disappointing so for example um, normally you get I have four concurrent classes right now so normally you get the emails that come in from students from a variety of classes there's no way to, to tell unlike the web version of canvas mail there's no accompanying data of which class and which section that student is in you have, you're forced to click on the filter, right, to choose a class. And then in your inbox, you can see how many of these 100 emails is, is from that particular class. Now, that's fine, but when you click on the filter function in the Canvas Teacher iPad app, all of my previous courses are listed in the drop-down menu in the filter. The courses that I'm teaching now show up at the very bottom so I have to scroll each time I want to choose one of my four classes. Instead of having it upside down where the most recent class or concurrent, currently open or active courses are listed in the filter, 
every class I've ever had is listed there, even from five years ago. So I have to scroll all the way down just to choose one of those classes. Then I know the students that I'm looking at now are from that class. So I think that's email management is an issue here. Uh, so sometimes I just revert to the web browser um, to look at my Canvas mail. So I, so I wish that was there, that, that filter function was more robust. Also, you normally get um, to view the inbox sent archive, right, like that. And what's missing is that you cannot view um, the submission comments. So when you're on the web in Canvas Mail in the drop-down menu, you can you can choose between the inbox, archived, sent, unread, and then you'll have one more option that's submission comments. So a history of your submission comments is really really handy. So if I if I'm having a conversation back and forth with a student about a particular assignment, I can just use Canvas Mail to keep track of that and easily find the last conversation. Um, that's really difficult to do in the Canvas Teacher app. So again, while you're reading, now another thing is what. And this is the difference between the Android and iPad app is that in the iPad app, if I'm looking at a particular conversation in Canvas Mail in the inbox, I don't have any option to archive that conversation. That's something I like to do to clean up my inbox, to reach inbox zero and see the panda. But that option is there in the in the Android app. So I don't know why that's not there in the actual um iPad version. That's the one thing that frustrates me. So I can go through all my email on my iPad. Then conversely, I'm going to my phone to archive those messages that I've already read. Okay. So there are a couple of things basically missing from the iPad version when it comes to mail management. All right. So again, as a grader, meaning as a utility to grade your assignments, I think this works really well. Um, one thing that I toyed around with this fall quarter with my classes was that to increase student engagement for their first discussion post when I'm grading it, I would give each student an audio recording feedback, okay, instead of a written. And that's really easy to do inside the iPad app. Um, the option is there. You click it a couple times. You can record your voice or even a video. I haven't tried video. I try to focus on the audio and then send. And then the student will see it instead of a typed out comment, they can click on click on my uh, audio recording, which is really great. Now what's really odd is that Canvas in Safari on an iPad, because it's a mobile browser, uh, that function for audio recording doesn't work. The audio video recording within Canvas Mail doesn't work and as well as for these comments doesn't work so so again if you want to depend on one or the other sometimes you have to, oh flash okay it's missing flash right so because it's a mobile browser it doesn't have flash in the browser that's why if I'm using the browser and responding to canvas mail or or adding a submission comment um, then I cannot use audio or video okay but since it's an app right that function is there okay. all right so that's pretty much it that's really what I wanted to uh, 
go over. I think the Canvas T-Trap has a lot of pluses. The notifications I mentioned, you can customize them for push notifications. It's really nice in terms of, you know, hey, a student submitted a comment or I got mail, right? But the mail management within the iPad app is really lacking. If it had the features of the Android app, I would be happy being able to archive as I've responded to a student or finished a conversation, I can archive it. Also, just the filtering, uh, just knowing, just attaching a little line saying that this, the course information tied to the student would be very helpful. So I wouldn't even need the filter function to look at my mail. So if I go, if I see the information on my notification, it tells me, oh, this is from class number 101, let's say. And then once I get in the Canvas mail in my iPad app, I don't see that information within the email when the email is open. It just has the name of the student, right? So I think I think it could be more robust there in terms of those details. Um, some of the links, again, don't open within the Canvas app. So again, it, it makes it really difficult for a content creation. So think of the Canvas T-Trap as a grading device and for managing messages, even though it's not really perfect with that regard. So why even bother with the Canvas T-Trap? Well, if you're on an iPad, again, the mobile browsers are limited because of the lack of Flash, built-in Flash. So some functions like audio and video recording just don't work natively, right? Um, I think you can just record things on the side and upload them, but then again, that, that's a big hassle. Uh, the notifications are really good, like I said, so that's one reason to use the Canvas Teacher app. It's uh, really spiffy for grading. I like to be able to swipe left to right or right to left and go from student to student. I like the view um, where it shows me in the grading view uh, for example, for an assignment, how many have been submitted, how many were not. I mean, that's very robust. That's even something that I believe the web does, does not offer. Okay, So who submitted it, how many have been graded, and so forth. The to-do section is really good. So you click on the to-do column menu, and it shows you your list of courses and assignments, how many have been submitted, the date, right? the due date of that item. So I can just click on it and it takes me straight to a discussion form. It opens up the first student so I can go ahead and start grading from there. And adding audio or video to comments on the app, that's really the only way to do it if you're on an iPad since it doesn't work in Safari. And that's pretty much it, just the overall ease of and the speed of the app I think works really well. Okay, so that's about it. I think um, if the Canvas mail management gets gets uh, becomes more feature, full featured, then I think it would be something I would use. Um, I think if it had a built-in notification system where you can see the history of notifications within the app, I think that'd be great. Otherwise, I think uh, I give it a two point five out of five. So, uh, for its main functions, I think it's about halfway there. Especially if someone uses it primarily for uh, mail management. Okay, uh, that's about it. I think if you're an instructor and you're primarily working on uh, on uh, Canvas, just use the web, right? Put uh, the Canvas teacher app maybe on your phone and, and on your tablet for 
faster ability to respond to students, maybe send quick messages, type out a quick announcement. But otherwise, I think it's a bit of a juggling act to use either, you know, just open up a web browser. It's easier to manage your Canvas mail. You can archive your messages. You know, it's easier to see wh which class the student belongs to uh, and all that. But I think there is a little bit of a learning curve the first time you open up the app. Um, and oddly enough, on the Android version, you can actually make some changes to your profile and description, but you can't access that on the iPad app. You can just change the photo of your profile, not the actual description. So it's interesting if you look at these two apps side by side, it's, you have to wonder if the teams are communicating because some functions just are not there, but they're in a different app. So, all right, guys, and uh, instructure the company, Canvas. Hopefully you'll listen to my podcast, not fall asleep, and uh, jot down some of these changes. I wanted to give, feed, give feedback, but I think that the Canvas community is so large and you have this um, very confusing sort of submission process to submit features or bug reports. And there's so many layers that I just didn't have time to figure it all out. So I figured I'd just record a podcast and maybe by chance one one staff member will listen to this and and hand it over to the team and and maybe they're going to be in the future updates okay thanks